Hi guys, welcome to episode 6 of Push the Breaks podcast with your girl Connie. This podcast is a safe space for you to know that you're not alone. Guys, that is my, that's a build up to my introduction there. That's that's a build up to my intro. Um, yeah, it's episode 6 guys. Who would have known I'm actually here? <laughs> it's all the glory and honor honestly goes to God because it's not by my might, it's not by my power, but it's by his spirit. Now I don't know if you can hear um I have like a slow instrumental, it's like a worship um instrumental in the background. It's just setting the tone because I've just come out of prayer and I have a word, right? I have a word. So episode six I'm talking about is it God or is it the promise? Right? Now, God, right, allow me to be very vulnerable. Today, today I'm, I'm going to be vulnerable, right? Um, God will speak to us in so many ways. He will give us so many words for our seasons, our current seasons, you know, for our tomorrow. He will speak to us if we let him, right? If we're available for him to speak, you know, God will speak. And, you know, obviously we'll get into all the other ways of how he will speak in another, in another episode and stuff like that. But let me get vulnerable. Um, but wait, let, before I get vulnerable, let me say like, he will speak in so many ways um, to us. But if we mishandle or if, it, guys english is not my is not my first language but if we if we don't handle the word that he's given us well it can be our downfall or it will not come to pass or it you know it's how we steward the word that he's given to us the promise so that's why it's, it's this this episode is is it god or is it the promise yeah now i'm gonna be vulnerable right um in 2021 late late like like late 2021 right this is like december november times um right i i obviously i never had my church community um i was you know trying to figure out this faith thing on my own i would listen to sermons listen to podcasts listen to listen to like preachings and all that kind of stuff and the preachers would be like god spoke to me god told me god you know god revealed this to me and I was like, I want to listen. I want to, I want to hear from God. I want a word from God. I want, you know, I want to be that person who's like, yeah, God told me, God spoke to me and, you know, it came to pass. So I now get into prayer and, you know, I get into prayer and I'm asking God, Lord, please speak to me. What is it that you want me to, uh, you know, to cling on to in this season of my life? And, um, you know, I'm being vulnerable. It's, it's you know, the, the area of relationships in my life, yeah, have been very questionable. <laughs> have been very questionable. So I'm like, Lord, what is the promise? What is the promise for my relationship status or relationship life or whatever you want to call it what is my promise for that 
you know and god gave me a promise and at that time there was a guy in my life and it, it was just not it honestly it was just not it really and i was like god you've given me this promise you've given me this word this is what you've told me lord you know that my marriage will be a marriage that breaks generational curses you know that stands by you that you know we will worship you that we you know that you know a lot of things that he said to me right and the person that was in my life at that moment I was like, how is this going to work? How? This boy don't even know Christ like that. Like, I mean, he says he's a Christian, but he doesn't even talk to me about God. He's never had a conversation with me about Christ. He's never. And I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. So that's the thing. You have to have discernment. When you ask God to give you a word, you need to ask God to give you discernment as well. Right. And that only for me, that's relationships, but it could be your finances. It could be your job. It could be, you know, a decision that you have to make as a family in your in your education, in everything, in every aspect of your life in to, to move to another country where you want to do your uni or where you want to in any aspect of your life. Right. You need to ask God to give you a promise. You need to ask God to give you a word, but you also need to ask him to give you the discernment. You know, how is this, you know, how is this going to work when this looks like this? Or you've said this, how is this? You know, you need to have that discernment. But today we're talking about the fact that how your promise can be your idol. The fact that your the promise that God has given you, you know, you make it into your your mini God. Because that's the thing, you know, when God gave me the promise, I said to base my faith on that. I said to base my relationship with God on that. And that's just something that's very fickle because it, 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 it breaks, you know, because if and, and, you know, when you do that, then that's it's like saying, God, you know, don't give it to me. Because when you give it to me, I'm going to prioritize that and not you. Do you get what I'm trying to say? When God gives you the money, you know, you're, you're fixing. If God said that you're going to be financially free, right? And you're fixing your eyes, you're fixing your motives, you're fixing your, your whole being onto the fact that you're going to be financially free and you're skipping God. You're skipping the fact that you're now in this trying season because God's trying to get your attention. He's trying to give you the wisdom. He's trying to give you the knowledge that you will use that when you have the money for you to now be able to invest. You know, he's trying to give you the ideas, but you're all focused on the things that you're going to buy when you have the money. You're focused on the cars that you're going to buy. You're focused on the trips that you're going to take instead of understanding in your now season this is the time for you to draw closer to god it's time for you to draw inner into jesus it's time for you to understand what is he trying to show me in this season but you're fixing your eyes on what god has told you he's going to do for you and you're really missing what he's what you know and that's the thing and god god is such a loving father he'll give you the money he'll give you the financial freedom right and then you've you've not utilized your season to understand how to use that money and you wouldn't know how to invest you wouldn't know how to to keep to sustain and then few years down the line you you're broke and you're like what what happened god and then you start hating god 
but we need to come to a place of Lord, I'm not, I, and Lord, you know what? Ask God to give you a promise. It's good to have a promise of God. What are you saying about my now season? What are you saying about my singleness? What are you saying about my university? What are you saying about my finances? What are you saying about my relationship? Okay, if that's what you're saying, that is, I'm going to be whole. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to be wealthy. I'm going to be loved. Let me now not focus on the fact that that's going to happen to me, but I just want to focus on, Lord, what are you teaching me right now? You know, because now look through the story of, um, I was looking for, um, I was diving deep into the story of Abraham and like the promise, God promised him a son. Yeah. He now gave him Isaac after 25 years. You know, the story, he was a hundred years old. His wife was 90 and all that kind of stuff. Like they were really, really old. God gave them the promise. And the fact that, and you can see, and, and it's, and I'm not judging. I'm not saying I've been there, you know, as well, you, you know, and you know, I think Sarah, she was really focusing on the fact that God said that they're going to give, he's going to give them a son that when it was taking a bit, lo- well, not a bit, it was taking long. And she was like, Hey, you know what? Let me take matters into my own hand. And I'm going to talk about this later, like what prioritizing the promise, what it makes you do. But like, you know, she now told Hagar, her, her servant to sleep with Abraham so that they can have the child because she didn't see in her eyes how it's going to happen. But you're meant to wait. You're meant to, you know, because God promised. He said that he's going to do it. He said he's, you're going to have the child. And what I was going to say is, I don't know, I just felt like I needed to speak and I don't know who that was for. But it's like, you know, don't, don't bring counterfeit blessings or don't bring, no, no, actually, don't bring counterfeit people into your, into your actual blessing. Don't, don't. Oh my God, I don't know who that was for. Don't bring counterfeits into your blessing. But God promised Isaac, I'm sorry, God promised Abraham a child and he gave, he gave him Isaac, right? What happens when God asks you for your promise, for, for that promise back? What happens when God has given you the money and now he's saying, you know, all that, like majority of your money, invest into a charity. What happens when God says, you know, I've asked you to move to this city, but, you know, you have an apartment, everything's provided for, but no, give your apartment away. Or when he asks you for something, or when he asks for his promise back, you know, we need, that's why you need not to focus, or you need not to put your attention to, like, all your effort too much onto, your, onto the promise, but onto God. Because he gives and he takes away. Right? And I, I say this to say that prioritizing the promise will make you, birth, it will birth impatience in your life. It will, give me one second. Give me one second, right? Sorry about that. The enemy, the enemy was trying me there. But, prioritizing the promise will birth impatience in your life and one of the fruits of the spirit is patience right so we need to we need to be patient because when you're impatient this leads you to make rush decisions 
This leads you to make decisions you were never meant to make in the first place. Talking about Sarah, she, she, she rushed it. And now she got her servant to sleep with her husband and they bore a child. And that child, you know, it, it, was, it was never meant. You make rushed decisions. Right. And because God said now for me, you know, how God gave me a promise for my relationship and all that kind of stuff. It has not come to pass yet, but I'm standing firm on his word, you know, and, you know, how he gave me that word and all that kind of stuff. And if I rushed into everything, I would have now got myself into a more serious relationship with that person who was in my life at that time. And remember when I said I remember just not too long ago, I've just said, don't bring counterfeit people into the blessing of God. And I would have brought a counterfeit that boy. He was nowhere near to what God wanted for my life. He was nowhere near to what God was speaking into my life. Yeah, and that's where I was saying it's important to have the spirit of discernment. So if, you know, if you, you, ha you become so impatient, you make rush decisions, God's told you save, you, you know, you're just, you're just spending, 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 thinking, you know, money comes to me in abundance. Hey, it's a season you're meant to be saving in and you're just misusing the money you know, the little money that you have and all that kind of stuff, you know, and because, you know, because cause you're saying, yeah, okay, God says he's going to, you know, I'm going to be financially free, so it's fine. I can just use this money. Hey, YOLO. It, no, it doesn't work like that. God's not a magician. God's not like a genie that you, you know, just rub on the pot and make free wishes and no, right? And then also, you know, the impatience will make you, it will make you lost, if that makes sense. You'll ask God, like, um, give me one second. The devil is really trying to stop this podcast from being, this episode from being recorded. But we come against every spirit of the enemy that's trying to block this message in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. But yeah, this it, it will lead <clears throat> you to make, um, sorry, lead you to get lost again. If you're prioritizing the promise, you'll get lost, you know, because, you know, there's something called God's timing, you know, he will give you the promise, but most of the times he won't tell you how long it will take. And, you know, because you're prior, you're fixing your eyes on it, you, you get impatient and you're like, okay, God, when, you know, when should I move out? When should I do this? When should I invest in that? When should I? But he's telling you, wait, relax, wait to invest. I know you may have the money to invest right now, but hold on. Because you don't see the next pandemic coming, but he does. You don't see the next, you know, financial crisis, but he does. And he's telling you, hold on, wait, but you're just rushing it. You know, God, you said that, you know, I'm going to be, you know, in a stable relationship. So whichever, whoever, whichever Tom, Dick and Harry comes your way right now, God, is it this one? Relax. And then when you, you know, get into something very quickly and, and, you know, unfortunately that person wasn't the one, then you start blaming God like, oh God, you don't love me. You know, you gave me this person, you said this and that, you said, you just get lost. And I say all this to say the second point is, you know, after you know, prioritizing the promise will make you birth impatience. It also makes you disconnect with your now. You know, sorry, discontent with your now. Sorry, 
discontent with your now. Like you start to hate your now. You'll hate where God has you. You'll hate who you are. You know, forgetting that thing, good things take time. You'll, for, you'll hate the fact that you're, you're living. Honestly, it's because you're trying to, you know, you're trying to go 100 miles an hour and it's like God's telling you, relax, go 60 miles an hour, go 40 miles an hour. You do not know what's ahead. You know, you become so discontent with, with where God has you, with your, with your job, you know, you beca- and, you're, and that's what I was talking about. Like when you're discontent, you, you're now skipping the lessons that you're meant to be learning in this season, right? And, and you forget that good things generally do take time. And that will then eventually lead into disobedience. And then you become so disobedient you know, and then you says, you know what, I just have to do what I have to do. You know, I have to take matters into my own hands. You know, I know, God, you said this, but you know what, I just have to, you know, I have to make it work for myself. I really, I have to do what I have to do. You know, a girl got to do what a girl got to do, God. If you're not bringing this man, I got to do what I got to do. I need to go and relax. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And then you start saying, I've tried this God thing. You know, you, you know, you've said that I'm meant to be happy. Why is this happening to me? Why am I going astray? You know, I, you know, I might as well just stay here. You know, you said, oh, you say all these things like, why is this happening to me? You know, you just, you just, that's, and that, and that all births disobedience. It's because you've been prioritizing the wrong thing. You've been looking to the promise and you're not and you forget you're completely missing the point. Do you get what I'm trying to say? And then that eventually that will lead you to disconnect from God. You know, and he and you'll disconnect from what he has for you. You'll disconnect from you know from the from the plug of life. God is genuinely you can't do this thing without God, honestly. But because you know Maybe, you know, maybe someone said or like someone, you know, prophesied over your life and said, you know, what? Well, when you're before you're 25, you'll have X amount of cars or X amount of money or you'll be in a happy and stable relationship, but you're single and all that kind of stuff. And then it just doesn't happen. You just disconnect from God. You know, it's, it's very hard. I understand. But what we need to do now, or like when you get to that point, you just need to fix your eyes on God. You know, Hebrew, um, Hebrews 12, um, chapter 12, verses 2 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning his shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. We need to fix our eyes on Jesus. And I love how it says, let us run with perseverance. The race marked out for us. That's the first thing you need to understand that you're running your race that's marked out for you. That's that's your your life. You know, it's God has marked he's marked it out for you. You know, even the Bible says, for he knows the plans that he has for you. He knows how many hairs you have on your head. He knows everything. He's the one that's given you the promise. He knows. You know? And it says, let us run with perseverance. We need to persevere. You can't persevere if everything's just coming to you, you know, 100 miles an hour. Like, everything's just coming your way, coming your way. coming. I mean, I pray everything comes your way like that. 
but we need to we need to learn how to persevere and fixing our eyes on Jesus he's the pioneer and perfecter of our faith we need to fix our eyes on God you know and another point is we need to get vulnerable with God pray against every spirit of delay sometimes you know you know, the Bible talks about in Ephesians um, chapter 6, verse 12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So sometimes, I mean, more like sometimes we're not fighting against flesh and blood. It's, it's very spiritual. Sometimes there's generational curses, there's spirits that are holding your blessing. You know, you know, generational spirits of, of, of um, addiction, generational spirits of, of, you know, of poverty, of, you know, broken homes, of unhappiness, of anxiety. You know, you need to get vulnerable, vulnerable with God and you need to pray against every spirit of delay. Sometimes what's holding your, your blessing is a spirit of, of delay that maybe you may not have, you know, come into agreement with the enemy for yourself maybe it was your parents or maybe it was your grandparents you don't understand that you know we're not fighting flesh and blood so you need to get vulnerable with God and say Lord look I know you have said this for my life but this is what's happening currently help me what do I do what's my next for my my next way forward is it left is it right where do I go where do I go from here you know we need to pray against the spirit of delay away from our lives because sometimes, you know, it's not God not blessing you. It's those spirits that linger, that are generational. Or, you know, these soul ties, someone you may have slept with has put something on. Like, you don't, under, you don't understand these things. It's, it's spiritual sometimes. Right? So we need to, and, and also um, Ephesians chapter 6, um, 13 says, Therefore put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So when you read farther down Ephesians chapter 6, when you read farther down, it will explain to you all the, the full armor of Christ. You need to wear the full armor. You need to pray. You need to get, you need to have a prayerful life. I always tell myself, Connie, you need to stay prayed up. You need to stay prayed up. Literally every morning I wake up, I'm like, Connie, you need to stay prayed up because boy, this world is not your mates. And then ask him, spend time with him. You know, ask him to refine your motives. And the verse that came to me was Proverbs chapter three, verse five. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Yeah. So we need to not try, like, we need to not lean on our own understanding. But that's very hard because sometimes we may think that, oh, the way that I think that it's logical. This is just logic. If I do this, da, da, da. no, we need to lean not on our understanding. And in all our ways, we need to submit to the Lord for he will make our path straight. And that's why it even goes down to say, do not be wise in your own eyes, but fear the Lord and shun evil. That's why I said, don't, don't make it seem like you're the wisest person in those. If you were wise, then why are you in that position? You know, so I, I really used to be a person that hated the truth. But when I grow founder of the truth, the truth really set me free. And that's why Jesus is the truth and the life. You know what I'm trying to say? The truth generally sets you free. 
But we need to also ask God to teach us how to be content in our lives and be content with your now season that Lord, I know you said that for me. I know that is coming, but now I want to experience your full glory. I want to experience your full love. I want to, to be, yeah, and I want you to teach me everything you want me to know in my now season. It will come to pass, guys. It will come to pass. But these are the ways that you can deviate. I've just explained the ways that you can deviate and then you won't have the promise at the end of the day. Then when it doesn't happen, you know, you're 30 and you're still broke or you're 30 and you, you're just there. You don't have anything for yourself. You know, then you start saying, okay, God, da, 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 you never, but you know, you start, you, when, you, when you go through these things, yeah, and you're focusing on what, God has said he's going to do and not on who he is. That's when you start to deviate. But we need to come, you know, come to a point of repentance. We need to come to a point where we're like, Lord, I'm you be vulnerable with God, you know, and say, yes, you know, I'm going to see that in my life. But I want to experience your full glory right now. Right. So I'm just praying that this has blessed someone and I'm praying that, you know, this has changed someone's, you know, view and perspective of their now season. And guys, I always say my social media is open to any conversation, please. My Instagram is it's dot I think it's the two two S's dot Connie. I think that's free wise underscore. Please come into my DMs. Let's talk. Let's pray for each other because hey, I'm still going through this season. I'm I'm not I'm you know, I'm trying to be content in my now season. It's not easy. It's not easy. If God said this is gonna happen and it's not happening in my life, I crumble. I lose faith. I lose faith. But that's why I need people to hold me accountable. So that's what I'm saying. My socials, please don't Please like, comment, subscribe. Obviously, you know, come back to me with, any, with anything that you feel like you need to speak about, anything you need me to speak about, you know, and yeah, stay blessed. And I'm praying for you and I love you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs>